episode of Not For Nothing with your hosts, Chris and Chris. Hey. Hi, Chris. Hello. Should we just jump right in and, and tell everybody about the elephant in the room? Yeah. The, the James-sized elephant in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest. This is a very special episode, which I guess makes me Gordon jump. Uh, we are do- <laughs> we're doing uh, a very... We've got a very... Special guest on the pod, uh, the interns, ju- intern junior, should we call you? Intern junior? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can use both names. That's Peter, you here. That's the intern. Peter's kid, James, is here on the pod as a very special guest. As, and as probably the show's youngest football fan, I think you're probably the person I know that's the youngest that actually still enjoys the NFL. Chris, <laughs> do you know anyone younger that likes the NFL? No. <laughs> No? I don't think I do either. Okay, so James is our James is gonna be our resident uh child reporter, but he also uh is the next generation of baseball card or football card car sports card collectors. So we brought him on because we want him to explain what the mystique is, what the what what makes what makes trading cars enjoyable. But before we get into that, and Peter, you feel free to jump in anytime. As the as as the good dad sitting there in the in the corner of the video box, James. The first thing I want to talk to you about. This is crucial. This is important. It's been a question that I've been holding with me since I've known you, and I've known you since you were born. I've literally held you as a child, as a baby in my arms, and I've been dying to know this since you. I held you as a baby. Why are you a Jacksonville Jaguars fan? <laughs> So I, I think maybe a little prelude to that is that uh, that we um, I grew up in Pittsburgh. Um, everyone that I know is a Steelers fan. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Really? All right, that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, James, you want to, you want to flash backwards to 2018? All right. So uh, we were watching a football game. It was the Jags and the Steelers. Yeah. And as you know, it was pretty ugly because the Jags ended up winning. Wait, was this the, was this the AFC Championship game or the yep. AFC? Yeah, was the, yeah, it was the one right before, right? It was 2018. It was the uh, the Steelers Jags and the the lead up to the national okay, to the, right. the one before the Jags lost to Patriots. Uh, right, yeah. right. Okay. And then when they play the Patriots, everybody's rooting for the Jags, and then I start rooting for the Jags, and that's like a team that I follow like for the rest of my life. So, James, is it safe to say that? The person who inspired you to become a Jags fan is Blake Bortles. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I tried. So you know, oh. that's Chris's jam. Bortles. <laughs> I love. Terrible. I love the Golden Goose, Blake Bortles. <laughs> He's a. I'm a longtime fan of Blake Bortles. I followed him in college. So anyway, so here we Wait, are. Hold on, before. Oh yeah, please, yeah, please, yeah, please James. Who's your? Who's? Do you have a favorite? player then like even all time of the Jaguars or just like right now uh just right now Trevor Lawrence okay that's a good yeah one. but going Way better than Blake Bortles yeah exactly but going back to that old squad James did you have any favorites on that on that side like on the defensive side or Ramsey Jalen Ramsey do you still follow Ramsey okay nope or- oh oh hardcore wow. fandom. 
Wow. Okay. So, so then let's talk about this current squad because I'm interested. Now, we've also been following Trevor Lawrence from college. Mm-hmm. We're excited for the Jags to have somebody, although I think getting rid of Minchu was a huge, personally, I think getting rid of Minchu was a, was a huge setback for that team. But I guess that just, what's your take on that? What's your take on the fact that they've just handed the reins over to uh, Trevor Lawrence? Well, he's supposed to be a pretty good quarterback. Like, he's supposed to be ranked just after, like, Andrew Luck, after, like, one of the most reliable picks. But if you just rely on him and he gets injured or something, I think they have, like, Jake Ludden backing him up. Exactly. Who is that person? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, so this leads me to my next question. Um which is more of an er- so there's a, there's a there's a rumor going around right now. I don't know if you've heard this rumor that USC, the college, is looking for a new head coach, and they've called Urban Myers to see if he's interested in the job. So my question for you is, how long do you think Urban Myers is going to be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars? When you sign Tim Tebow as a tight end, <laughs> you're not going to last more than a year. <laughs> Yo, yo, we have our new co-host. He gets us. He gets us. Uh, So not a big urban fan. What do you, so let's just jump right into this. I've got, I want to get your prediction. Um, Do you see the Jag, do you see any chance the Jags making the playoffs this year? Uh, Maybe. I think they have a good, like, running team and they have, like, the number one draft pick quarterback who's, been the number one draft before uh four years yeah i mean he's he's always been kind of like tapped as being the number one for a long time yeah true yeah um i like how chris also pluralizes all of the uh the names of people and things just completely unnecessarily so he calls them urban myers he calls it jewels he has it up on that too yeah, he's, yeah, thanks, Chris. That I feel makes like, yeah, me a Pittsburgher. I, giant Eagles. <laughs> it's all D's. It's Urban My Urban's Myers. Uh, okay, so what? I guess my my next question would be: Do you Etienne's out for the season? Could be a wash. Maybe they they looked all right last week against maybe the worst team in football. <laughs> would you Would you take a tank season? Would you think it's worth It's worth it. Would you sit and watch your team lose, or do you want to just root for them to win at this point? Uh, I mean, you have your number one draft pick, but you have your defense, and I'm not sure if I can, like, even as like Jacksonville Jaguars fan, name more than like three players yeah. on the Jags D. So maybe it's time to rebuild. Yeah. You take a yeah. tank here, then James to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, defense. Okay. Now, what did you think of the ETN pick? I think they should have gone with like an offensive or a defensive lineman, like you said, kid, with the Steelers. This kid's rooting for offensive linemen. Wow. Hey, man. It's, yeah. a, it's a Steelers problem, too, right? I think, like, I know, but I just, I like, I just, I can't imagine as a child rooting for my team to be like, you know, we need a left guard. Let's, get <laughs> let's, tank, let's tank for the biggest they guy do. coming out of Clemson. Yeah. Um, it's true. So, so did you watch any football last week, James? A bit. You did. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you? I. This is a question I had for for uh, for kind of everybody. But 
what are the big so week one's always a bit of a crapshoot. Everybody thinks that they can like predict the future. What are the big overreactions coming out of week one? Like what do you give me do you have any do you have any things that you think that people are just overreacting and the water will settle and these teams will write the ship? Uh well I think um the Ravens game. Um I think the cornerback covering the guy who scored do you know who it was? Uh the, the the kid who was covering the uh the uh the Raiders kid who scored in the uh the overtime. That yeah. One? Yeah. He just like he wasn't running for the ball. He just gave up immediately, like the first like Ten yards. So you think? So you think that forbades bad things for the Ravens this year? Maybe. I think the overtime just got to them. So you think they'll probably? I I think the Ravens will probably write the ship personally. Uh, Yeah. I I have a. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are your thoughts on the Steelers? That's what I was going to ask. Ugly. So they have a great defense, like one of the best in football. Like it's the newest Joker, and yes. But they also have all those young wide receivers and Ben Roethlisberger, like the, one of the older quarterbacks. Is that an asset game. or is that is a, a bad? Is that good or bad? Thing. It's a bad thing. So if you had like a normal, like average NFL quarterback, not like replacement level, um, I think they could um, go to the Super Bowl. So, so James. This is one of, uh, full disclosure, this is one of me and James' favorite conversations dating back uh, since I've lived in Pittsburgh. Who should be the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh? Well, I think they have some pretty good players, but um, as the quarterback, like, they all have different skill sets. Like, Dwayne Haskins is like a classical, like, quarterback, like, not huge arm, but like, he hits like a lot of accuracy, like the young Ben Roethlisberger. He's not mobile, but he can be accurate. Okay. And um, one of the like non-traditional Tyson Hill players is Joshua Dobbs, who, or is it just Josh? Josh, Josh yeah. yeah. But um, I think he could be good, but he he's gonna have to be the Tyson Hill player and not the like. Drew Brees player who starts the whole entire game. Right. And so then, in a, in a and kind then, of like sliding doors world too, uh, James and I were having this conversation last night a little bit. Um, and he said that the Steelers made a big mistake maybe two years ago um, by not pursuing a different free agent. And James, you want to tell Chris and Chris who, who you thought the Steelers should have had for the replacement for Ben two years ago? Jacoby Brissett. Oh, Ooh. deep cut. I like that. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, I feel like that's a Christmas yeah. specialty. Yeah, that is, that would have worked. I uh, that's like a bit of a Charlie Batch in Pittsburgh vibe. Um, mm-hmm. which is I I love that. I wish Ben would hang him up. Everybody knows this. I'm I'm over Ben. Uh, James, one last question, Pittsburgh related. I'm sorry, but you live in the city and you have to know the town, the team. How? What do you? What do you? What are your thoughts on Tomlin? Is he? Is he good? Is he a good coach? Would you let, let me ask you this? If we said we'll trade you Urban Myers for Mike Tomlins, who would you would you do that trade? I take Tomlin anytime. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. I agree. But and he has guts. Like I've seen like a lot of gutsy plays in the like past 
games. I saw it in the Ravens uh, Raiders game. There's like a lot of fourth downs that they just went right through the defense. <laughs> How late did you get to stay up for the whole game or just the, the first half? Just the highlights. Oh, just the highlights. I didn't even stay up for that one. Uh, which apparently I should have because everybody said on Twitter it was the game of the week. It was pretty great. Um, all right, James, we're going to check back in with you uh, as the season progresses. But f- but before we let you go, um, I just want to... So Chris and I have d- talked about cards and like and trading cards and like the allure. And like, I, you know, James, you know that I collected when I was a kid. Um, but I think that it's become a different thing now. What's and you are a card collector, correct? Yeah. Okay. So and just football? That's it. Yeah, I won some soccer cards, but Ooh. Ooh. didn't know where they were. Yeah, I, James, if you if you could have one soccer card, who do you think you would want? Son. Yeah, Tottenham. I think that yeah. There's. Mm. A, are you there's a Hotspur? A... Yep. Oh. Yeah. No fair. This is gonna become a this is gonna become a hotspur podcast, and it'll just yeah. be you two. And I'll have to be po- off to do my own solo podcast. You can just sit there and be quiet and listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the glories of Kane and Sod. Wow. Congratulations, yeah, you guys. I feel like we can break the ice now that now that uh, you guys are both out of the, the top uh, I know. Top I know. It was fun it was fun while it lasted. We were one and two there for a minute. Um yeah. well I uh I I love the idea of collecting uh, football or so- soccer cards, um, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, in fact, I don't know much about trading ca- or football cards. But I wanted to ask you this: What's the? Is there a card company? Like when I was a kid, there was Tops, there was Bowman, there was Fleer, and then Upper Deck, and that w- those were kind of like the big ones. And I don't think any of those even matter anymore. What's the? What's the card company? Like if you're to buy if you're like i'm gonna spend some money on a pack of cards what what are you looking for panini everything is panini, panini? Yeah. one brand panini was like a, a that was like a i think that was like a an, that's an old brand right like that like came back right like bowman like panini i think was around back in the day right am i wrong long long time ago but they ended up yeah. becoming an umbrella organization that bought up all of the rights to all of the nfl uh oh. um, licenses so Pan- so, so panini deck do they do the uh i didn't mean to interrupt but do they do the ones where you can get a little chunk of the jersey in the card should I show them this one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. like, this is probably a different company, but Panini has them now. So, okay. like, every single card so, that you so see. So, tell us oh. what you're showing us because okay. no one can see because we're not in yeah. the future. Yeah. So, we're showing you guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> essentially, like, you're right. Panini owns everything and they license all the stuff. So, that's the one single brand that you that you can get. And then what you do is, you know, like as we flip through some of these older cards, they have kind of like the the regular cards here. They call them base cards, which are kind of like the unadorned version okay. where all the packs basically are like 90%, 95% base cards. The commons. Commons, exactly. And the things so, that you're trying to chase are... So there are two different kinds of these. So this sparkly Robin oh. Anderson is probably like $5 more valuable. Than this base card. Yeah. So they throw things called parallels and inserts, which are modifications of kind of the base common card. Okay. And they also have other variations like helmet on, helmet off, like all sorts of stuff like that. 
And the stuff that's really kind of like the, the stuff that collectors chase are exactly what Chris was talking about. So really like it's RPA. So you're looking for rookie cards. Mm-hmm. You're looking for this is what you've always been patch looking cards. For. Patch cards. Yep. And then A. Eyes. Autographs. So like and that's there are actual autographs, like like real autographs in these card packs. Mm-hmm. Cool. Are, is yeah. there gum? <laughs> no gum? He doesn't even know that there was gum in these packs before. There's no gum? What? Yeah, I know. So the reason why they stopped doing it is because the gum damaged the card. Yeah. So collectors didn't want that in uh, there anymore. James, I am, for Christmas this year, I'm going to find you a pack of cards with gum in it. I'm going to make you chew it. So you can taste the powdery disgustingness of a baseball card gum. Oh my! You can't God. even chew it. No, it just breaks apart in your mouth. Yeah. And then you just say, it's but like you do it. Jerky. Um, yeah. All right, so... James, you have a couple of packs of cards here in front of us, right? Yes. Now I know yeah. that this is this is the equivalent of doing scratchers <laughs> on a podcast. It's very unlikely we're going to hit big, right? Like the we're not. Pro- yeah. This, but as we oh, we're doing our first ever unboxing or unpacking, if you will, we're very very TikTok adjacent <laughs> here on this podcast, as people know. What's it? What's it with TikTok? <laughs> what's, up? what's up with tiktok um let's open some cards what do you say and you can you're gonna have to be very descriptive and and your father the intern can help but i need yeah. to know if these are when you open them be like dud or stud okay right. so i'll set the scene too so this is like a cheap uh cheap thing that we got from target so during the pandemic these cards have been flying off the shelves you're opening up crappy cards so here's what collectors do, though. So hold on, James, before you do that. What they do is actually they go through the pack, and then you can feel them if they're thicker or if they're, um, if they're thin. Wow. And so, so you're chasing these kind of like, you know, these mem cards, these memorabilia cards that yeah. have patches that in them or autographs, and they're slightly thicker. So what people would go is they'd go through Target, they'd pick through these boxes, and then they'd repackage them with just the ones that they knew had like the valuable cards in them. So Target decided to stop selling them in person. And so they're online only, but you have to like wait for the right time in order to buy these things. So okay. the package we got is kind of like a lower, a lower value than, than so others. We, so we have, these are store-bought Target cards is what you're saying? So yeah, but you can, you can buy them off eBay. So and then some, you go off some, creep, some creep already went through and touched all these car- packs <laughs> is what you're saying. And, Unlikely. Okay. All right. James. Right, How many cards are in a pack? Eight. Okay. Yeah. For this one? Yeah, so okay. 64 total. Eight of eight. And you're guaranteed one memorabilia card in this uh, in this pack. Okay, and this is for oh. this coming season. So we could see a Najee Harris in this pack. Yes. Okay. That would be or, an amazing, amazing or, or pack. Or a Trevor Lawrence. Or a Trevor Lawrence. Okay. That would be... <laughs> yeah so we've gone through um through uh through six packs before or seven packs six packs nice guys. yeah and we've gotten nobody the best card that james has pulled so far has been a purple laramie tensil who's the offensive tackle this is depressing uh, already yeah for the <laughs> <laughs> left tackle again so purple parallel and 71 of 149 which means it's only um a hundred. They're only hundred four and four and four and four. Wait, hold on. A Derek Brown who plays for the Carolina Panthers. So I think we might sure have to. We might have to go a little faster because so base card not such yep. a big deal, right? Yeah, okay, right. Okay. Uh, kick. Uh, 
Base card again. Not such a big deal. <laughs> Korean though. Korean kicker. Young Wei Koo. Okay. All right. Tyron Matthew. Ooh. Wow. Not such a big deal either though. Uh, <laughs> some random kind of card. I think it's Sam Darnold. And it says any given day on it. I love it. That's a win. That's that's I want that card. I'll pay you fifty cents for it. Put that away. Is that a Jets uniform or is that a Carolina Panthers? It's a Jets uniform. That's what I'm talking about. Original Darnold. That's gonna be valuable. OD. All right. Uh, we have a rookie running back, uh, Javante Williams. Okay. Could come into some value. So could maybe become somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's okay. a long term. That's a long term keeper. Uh, Bobby Wagner base card. Okay. Yeah! B Wags. <laughs> Everybody wins. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Hey, base. he's good at football. And last, uh, we should probably burn this one. It's Cam Newton. <laughs> All right, we got we got one more pack, and then, yeah. uh, and then no, I think the comedy. Okay. It's worth the comedy. I like this. How I'm hoping for all duds. It's more funny when James is disappointed. So I'll say that you can also buy special hobby packs too that are like literally like seven or eight hundred dollars for five cards, um, and you're guaranteed some autographs in that one. All right. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, Hayden Hurst. Base card. Base card. Mahomes. Base card. So that's like not, but if that was like two years or rookie year, Patrick Mahomes, you'd be stoked. Yes. But it's just like, but it's not worth anything, basically. He's a base 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 card. Okay. Uh, Devin White. Uh, powerhouse. Base card. Powerhouse. Rookie for the. Seattle Seahawks, Dwayne Eskridge. All right. Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not worth a lot. Devin White, again, base really? card. Really? How are you going to get two Devin Whites in one pack? Ugh. That's how they get you. And that's a bust. Oh, that is a bust. What? <laughs> so James got a Debo Samuel. And yeah. Ryan Tunyon. And no as his. Memorabilia. So no mem card. Instead, he got this. What's that? It's a kid reporter card where you have to like redeem for like credits essentially. And you have a ton what? of them. Can we rip that up? <laughs> I think we're, we're going to probably redeem it to see if he can get something out of it. Yeah. Zero what do you get? What cards, you get zero autograph cards. That this was a dud. So, what does a pack cost? Well, then we'll let you go. But I just, I'm curious, what's a pack of cards cost? Yeah. So, this is, this is called a blaster box and it has about 70 cards in it. It's about 20 bucks. Yeah. And then the ones that are megas are 40 bucks. And then kind of like as you get like higher and higher, like you're guaranteed better things and other things. So the more and you spend, you... the better chance you have of getting good stuff. Exactly. But what's the fun then, in that? Well, I mean, like it's it's still kind of like those scratchers, right? Like it's like, you know, you can also like be guaranteed a rookie and you could get kind of like, you know, some trash offensive lineman or you get trevor lawrence too so there's also like gradations and like what you can pull in terms of your guaranteed rookies so let me ask you that one last question can you when back in the day you would even if you open all the cards you got all the commons and dupes or whatever you could still try to do a set you could still try to unbox a set are you trying is that a possibility anymore can you can you potentially unbox an entire set of this year's football cards or whatever it is? is that worth anything yeah 
Really? So yeah, so so like in in like I know this for a fact. Like these these uh this this uh this thing is called the um what is this the the like chronicles or something like that or yeah. uh yeah. So the prestige. yeah the prestige line has two hundred base cards. So if you wanted to, you could certainly collect enough of these or buy them off of eBay to like complete an entire set. But it's worthless. Like really? I think like yeah, it really is. Like the the only things that people chase are these kind of like more special. Uh, more special insert or like you know rare cards. Wow. And what's and what's the, the sort of like the baseline cost with like how valuable are these cards or how can or valuable can they be like even now or, or you know I mean in the future obviously they they should hopefully will sort of get more valuable. But what like I mean you just said you're paying like seven eight hundred bucks for a for a pack of of autographed cards or whatnot. But like how how valuable is each card though? Yeah, do you want to talk about the the best card you pulled, James? Uh, is a DeAndre Swift downtown card, which was one of them was sold for four hundred dollars. Hey. Whoa! And where yeah. do you where do you price them? Is Beckett still a thing? <laughs> what? Yeah, James has no idea what Beckett is. That's that's for the olds, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah we we use eBay sold auctions in order to price stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, James. Well, so, what I oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, this is a lot like when I used to play Madden, and you would you would play. It was the the football ultimate team or whatever, and it was sort of like you get like the cards, the player cards on there, and then you can like resell them on their own little like market site or whatever. It feels like these two worlds have sort of like kind of merged a little bit and sort of taken cues from each other now. And uh, the, and then James, what's your uh, d- I please elaborate. But also, I want to like close. Do you have any like thoughts on uh, NFTs? Are you getting into the world of, and are you going to just start buying electronic <laughs> highlights? He has no idea what those are. Oh, you have to introduce yeah. him to this world. No, stay keep away from him for now. But I, I will say the video game world and the card world are like so intertwined. I think like all the FIFA and like Madden that James plays on uh, on his tablet, like they're all kind of like trading card based. Well, yeah. Not anymore, because on Madden, there's no market anymore. Boom. Take that, Dad. All right, James, one last question. Uh, Who's winning the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I think, again, it might be between, um, like, how it was in 2019, I think. 2020. Yeah, 2020. Um, How the... the, uh, Niners and the um, Chiefs played. Ooh. I think it's gonna be like that again because okay. the um, Niners have a pretty good team and a pretty good quarterback. Also, one of the better defenses. And uh, there's also um, Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs, so you can't go wrong there. James. Uh, the fans should know that you and I backed Mahomes all the way to a Super Bowl victory, and we banked a ton of money betting on Mahomes. So <laughs> you're my good luck charm. I'll always ride with you. Uh, thank you guys for doing this. I appreciate it, James. We'll have you back to explain NFTs for us once <laughs> your dad explains to you what they are. And uh, do you have any parting words? Or are you are you good? Uh, well, for these football cards, um, this um prestige box um it was twenty dollars we got a mega box from the draft box and 
got our money's worth on that one. Um, <laughs> we got uh, some Trevor Lawrence's, Mac Jones's, and um, some other good players. So it's not nice. all bad is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Make that money. Make that money. Make- <laughs> James, get paid. Make that money. All right? That's right. All right. All right. <laughs> Go to bed. You guys have a great night. Hey, thanks, thanks James. Right. Bye. Fun. Bye. Thanks, Peter. Good to see Bye. you. Bye, guys. And, uh, yeah, Chris, fuck shit, fuck, fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I made it so long without swearing. I did so good. You're uh, incredible. Thank you. You're uh, almost as good as James. Yeah, that kid. Too smart. Um, He's like a whiz kid. Yeah. Uh, just so you listeners know, he will be the only child on the podcast. But that was made perfectly clear. But don't even ask. Don't ask. No more kids. We got one kid. It's yeah, James. That's, that's it. Romy, that's sorry. Can, yeah. And my own child, never on the pod. Nope. No one gets to nope. be on the pod. That's it. Just James. Because he actually brings something that we don't understand. And I still don't understand. It sounds very stressful, card collecting. Seriously. Um, anyway, we're going to... We actually have a, a, an interesting uh, second part to this show. Uh, we have a listener call in. And it's a question yeah. that... It's a, it's a, it sort of piggybacks something that I wanted to talk to you about anyway, so I thought that it would work well. Oh, great. Um, this is, and it's something you and I were texting about, which is, uh, it's, it's basically foot, it's ex-players as announcers. Um, oh, and I, okay. Yeah, so, but, th- but this is, uh, here, here goes. This is, yep. uh, this is from, uh, well, we'll just let him explain. Oh. Hey, Chris. Second time, long time here. Um, Quick note for you guys. Came across Trent Dilfer on a podcast, and um, he's absolutely insufferable. I know he's been mm-hmm. around for quite a while. I mean, but who who keeps this guy in the loop here? Like, we didn't ask for him when he won that stupid championship in Baltimore. We didn't ask for him with his stupid Janoski sneakers on ESPN. And now I come across him on these pods like can i don't know can you guys just share the hate with me gladly let's go chris you go i've been talking a lot it might be it might be my least favorite former sports talking head of all time like i don't know if he just mailed it in or if he's just he mailed in his career talking about he mailed in his career so well he mailed in everything mailing the career i mean he just he rode that super bowl like no one else before him. Like it, man, he, he was the worst, the worst. Why is he the worst? Because I think there's a candidate for the new worst. Um, he just never seemed to know exactly what he was talking about. He always, and, and it wasn't, he wasn't being uh sort of contradictive just to be contradictive, like uh, uh, to other people and other on shows and stuff like that. He just, it's it's obvious like he's not watching the games or or paying that close attention to everything or anything at all. He just it just he started out okay. I think for a couple of years he was okay. He was serviceable. It was Trent Dilford, whatever. It was fine. And then it just it just he just was insufferable. Is like the, the best way to describe him. It just he had no idea what he was doing. There's a reason why ESPN got rid of him. Yeah, they couldn't keep him on there anymore. There's a shelf life for for announcers that can't seem to like make a name for themselves or do it you know like i feel like there's a lot of there are plenty of people out there that are personable that have insight that could lend something to the 
to mm-hmm. the broadcast, mm-hmm. and he's the he's the perfect example of somebody who is not even attempting to overachieve. He's not even tr- attempting to achieve. Like I can listen yeah. to Hasselbeck because he like brings something to the table. Yeah. Or yeah. even like old Dan Fouts, even like when he started mailing it in, he at least <laughs> like was like, I know about these teams. It's not just like, oh, back in my day kind of vibe. Right, 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 right. Dilford does nothing for me. He does like Dil- zero for me. Like there's no- I, I think the problem, the problem is, is there's two. One, you hit on one of them is that their shelf life is sort of like they have to, you have to kind of keep, um, usually they use the term reinventing themselves. But I think I don't think that's quite accurate. I think they they just have to keep growing and and sort of adapting to how uh, they need to sort of um, sort of stay relevant within in, in within the games and explaining the games and stuff. Dilford did a good job early on uh, as sort of like what Dan Orlovsky has been doing lately. You know, it was like breaking down films and plays and those kinds of things and like quarterback and quarterback play specifically with with Dilford. Like he was good for, for a couple of years doing that. And then I think they tried to broaden his his scope too much, where they tried to have him doing like entire games and breaking down entire films and not just quarterbacks. And it just he he got out of his wheelhouse. And then and then I think he just started like mailing it in. He yeah. he wasn't trying to grow himself in that sense, and he was just sticking to what he knew. And that's and that's a that's a recipe for stuff. when people hear the name Trent Dilfer, they think of like the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I totally. think of, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and now and he, he and he's tried now to like do some other stuff. I I think I don't even know if he's on on like radios even locally in some areas. But he's also now he's also a coach in like high school team or something. Yeah. And there's video of him just this just this year in the last month or so of him like just yelling at a kid because the kid like fucked something up in the game or something and screwed something up. And he's just berating the kid on the sidelines. And it's just. It's actually like it's it's like it's sad actually now that that this is what he's sort of let himself become. All right, he's that guy now. He's just that guy. I I hate him. I've always hated him. I hated him when he was a player. But I have a new hate. Uh, and good answer, Chris. Thank you for taking that. Um, <laughs> we've been talking a lot about Drew Brees' hairpiece. <laughs> it's bad. It's harsh. It's, it's very obvious. But like Witten did it. There's but he's he's not the first to show up in a booth with magically regrown hair, right? True. True. And and it is it is joke worthy and like you got like the guy like he incessantly plays with his wedding band when he's on like in front of full screen mm. in front of a camera. He's awkward. He doesn't have a lot of insight. But mm. another listener brought to my attention a point and I was watching this when it happened and I actually didn't dawn on me and then I I re I rewound it and listened to it. But on the Monday night, well, no, Sunday night broadcast, it was Tony Dungy, some other rando, and Brees, right? Like, that's the Sunday mm-hmm. night team. At yep. halftime, they're going through the highlights, right? And they show Jameis throw five touchdowns in this surprise route of the Packers. And they, they turn to fucking Brees. Brees makes every effort to not bring up Jameis. The kid fucking threw five touchdowns, no interceptions. And he's like, great job by the defense. Great job by the O-line, he says. And never gives Jameis credit. And that is some sour grapes bullshit that's going to make me fucking hate you forever. I mean, I don't give a fuck about Drewbies to begin with. But he, this is how he's going in with a mm-hmm. fucking rug and some fucking chip on his shoulder. Like, fuck you. Like, how are you going to hate? The first thing you should say is like, I worked with Jameis all last year. Give mm-hmm. some insight. I knew mm-hmm. he had it in him. 
Mm-hmm. Like, great job. I'm glad mm-hmm. to see this team working. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they they fed him that. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't fucking get out of his own way. And I guess that's just part of being a quarterback is like, you're the best. Like, you have to be the best. And this camaraderie idea is bullshit. I like, guess. But I I was like, holy shit. Like, that's a great point. Like, fuck you. Like, and it's like, well, this is a New Orleans guy that brought this up to me. Yeah. I, I even heard on some other uh, NFL show they were talking about Jameis and, and someone brought up like, and I hadn't heard this before. And I thought this was really good insight that they were like, Jameis was like there during um, training camp and practice days and stuff. And there he, I guess he's asking for like to, to watch more tape, to stay longer in meetings, to like, to go over these things and like practice more and like throw the ball, like learn. And they're like, and it's made, they made it sound like that. That's not something he's ever done before. And now he's starting to do that kind of stuff. And, you know, and I think they might have, and I don't quite remember if this is true or not, but I feel like they, they said that like, this is him, you know, studying with Drew Brees from last year. Right. And, and sort of learning how to, how to do this, you know, behind the scenes and off the field and all those kinds of things. And so then that makes it even more upsetting that, that like Drew didn't even bring that up if that's the case, but that he was in there trying, you know, studying extra harder with Drew Brees and grinding tape and doing all those kinds of things. And then Drew Brees doesn't even like mention that because that is totally something he would absolutely know and have inside. It's just that. something dumb. It's like chalk it up to nerves or whatever. Like, don't you Maybe. don't you all realize that like the reason that there, Tony Romo caught fire was because he gave insight. He was yeah, candid. He he's not to, vanilla. Yeah. He's no Troy Aikman, that's for sure. They, they also like they they have him on the Notre Dame broadcast too. Well, that, so Notre Notre Dame's testing ground. This is what they do to all new announcers. They did this to Heinz Ward too, and they're like like you the the is it NBC that owns it? But the, he doesn't know shit about Notre no, Dame. No, no, no. But they that's so they just that's their testing ground. I know, and, but and, it's like. But if he fails there, he will never make an actual like NFL broadcast. Like you have to. Yeah, like, that's this, where they this, try you he, out. Like they. they I, Shouldn't he have been grinding tape and practicing more to do these kinds of shows? Because he, he he was just he was like a deer he was like a deer in the headlights. He's not were like, good at this. Like he's never question. been a good spokesperson. He's never given yes. a good interview. He's not he's exactly. not good at this. Like there he's not people yeah. th- like there's this there's this farce that we that America it's loves always a quarterback. We got to have the white quarterback. Yeah, and he's just not good. And like, give me he's a not. goddamn break, dude. Like. Just be the normal, humble also, Drew Brees that we think you are. I'd rather listen to fucking. I'd rather have, a the like Tony like, Dungy. <laughs> I Tony Dungy. Hey, hey Tony. For, hold on, but but this is the other problem on, I have with the two. Hold, is that, hold on, Chris. Is that they, hey, I'm Tony Dungy. But they kicked what? Rodney Harrison off of that. It's um, it's unconscious, conscionable that they would do that. Like Rodney Harrison. Like learned the craft. He started yeah. off so bad and yeah. got so he's good. Pretty good at it, right? Yeah. And he's he's got it. He's got an attitude, a personality to him. They're like too many We're, black people. It's uh, too many. It's, it's a. It's a. Yeah. I would rather. I would rather that uh, Rivers. What's his name? Uh, Philip. Yeah, I wish he was an announcer. If they're gonna go with a white weirdo, he, yeah, he would be way. He would I'd be take way him. better. I think. He'd, yeah, I'd take him. Give me Jay Cutler, man. At yeah. least he has like some like. Terrible personality, but at least it's some personality. It's just, you know what I, mean? I like, don't think this is Drew Brees' personality. Or if it is, he sucks. This is his personality. And he's, he's terrible. That he's fuck, vanilla. He's that, bland. That weave is fucking crazy. That hairdo is Man. crazy. And like who so this is what I don't understand about this. Is is that you we've we know you we've seen your hair for 16 years, 18, 20 years, however long he's been playing. Yeah. We know your hair, man. 
Yeah. But you can't fake this. But like, if you're going to fake it, don't go full toupee. Like, yeah, regrow it slowly like Joe Buck, like over time. Yeah, or just come out and say it like Joe Buck. Like, hey, I got hair plugs, man. Yeah. This is my business. It's so awkward. And it's like poofy. <sighs> anyway, let's get into picks. We have 20 right. minutes. Let's shoot. fire through this. We can do it. Uh, shoot. Okay. Um, here from last week, we kind of saved our week one. We, we've, we've rebounded after our, our terrible yearly slides over the last couple of years. We both finished at seven and nine for week one, which I think should be very noteworthy and, and we should be proud of. I am proud of it. I, I, I mean, good for us. Um, week great. two, we should have no <laughs> excuses, though. Good for us. Uh, the other weird thing is that, like, that if you just went dogs all last week, you would have won 11 games. Yeah, I noticed that. Road dogs, home dogs. Yeah, dogs uh, Dogs did good. Road dogs, especially the road dogs. Seven and I think that this games. is what we say. Go, go dogs in the, in the first week because everything yeah. is a dog. Yeah. Uh, all right. So kicking off this week, Thursday, probably the worst game of the week. Oh, can I also say Pittsburgh? The only I should have said that brought this up last week. Last week, Pittsburgh was a six and a half underdog. The last time they were six and a half underdog was in 2012. Charlie Batch's last game, second Batch reference in this podcast. Uh, his last game, they also won. So hmm. that was a little okay. that was a little tease. Anyway, go ahead. Great uh, Thursday night game. The Giants of New York go to Washington to play the football team there. Do we? The do, Giants are, are, are there, of course, the road dog getting three and a half points. That's not that line's not even close to big enough. There's, no, there's no it's crazy. The, the Giants suck. The Giants are the worst team. The, of the football. only reason, the only reason I think it's because of this is because is Washington doesn't have Fitzpatrick and they. And but Heineke's Heineke. good. I like him. Heineke He's good enough it. to. I'm taking the home favorite for sure. Let's just uh, we don't. I don't need. I, we don't need to pick it. Like we're both gonna take this. Like this is an obvious yeah. one. Yeah. I Hit this so. fucking thing yeah. hard. Although, although I saw a stat today which kind of threw me for a little loop here. Uh, Daniel Jones is four zero against Washington. And he's four and like 19 against everybody else. <laughs> Dude, it's the Washington football team at home. That, like, let's just. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. But I'm just like, all right, is there something there that he only plays? Uh, Daniel Jones only plays really well against no. Washington? I don't know. But I'm, 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 I'm sticking with Washington. There's nothing there. Okay. Sunday games, uh, New Orleans, first one on, on, on our list. New Orleans minus three and a half as the road favorite in Carolina. I'm, this feels a little bit of a of a dude. It's an uh, overreaction. Over that. Thank you. That was the word I was trying to figure yes. out. Yeah, huge overreaction here. Yeah, this I'm is, actually surprised this line isn't more. This is a gift. Game. This is a gift from the gambling gods. Carolina, take the points at home. Okay, we're banging through these Cincinnati. Well, because we're in lockstep. This is incredible. Yeah. Okay, Cincinnati on the road. Uh, two-point dog in Chicago. This also feels like a little bit of a, uh, um, well, I feel like Chicago's getting a little too much, uh, you know, kind of props here. Like, minus two only as the home dog? Or as the, sorry, as the home favorite? I see you like Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati again on this one. I love uh, Cincinnati. I, Cincinnati's our team. Like, can we yeah. just say it? They're so fun. We Cincinnati, yeah. They're so fun. Chicago, Chicago looked terrible with Dalton, without Dalton. Defensively, they had issues there too. I, I think Cincinnati can throw on Chicago all day, and I think it's. I think Cincinnati even probably wins this game if, 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 if let alone cover. I it. hope they do. I hope Cincinnati wins the AFC North. Oh, that would be so. That would be. I would love <laughs> that, it. That's that's wishful thinking. I would love it. Okay, 
this one, uh, it's not a is it's not a huge overreaction, I think, from week one. Houston on the road, plus 12 and a half in Cleveland. Now it's double digits here. Uh That's a lot of points. So a lot of points. I'll take this but, one. I'll take oh no, okay. go ahead, please. Yeah, please. I normally I think we do really poorly, or at least I do very poorly because I usually end up giving those points. But Cleveland looked really good against Kansas City. Um Houston, I think is I think it's I think this is pretty fair. The half point is giving me a little bit of pause here. It is fair, think- and that's the fucked up part. I thought maybe because Tyrod Taylor played so well that they'd be like, oh, Houston is like bat, like Houston's underrated, and this line would be like nine. Yeah. But 12 and a half is a lot. It's a lot it's a of lot. points. But I still but think Cleveland could do I'm it. I'm taking Cleveland at home. God damn it. We're not going to fuck it. We're just going to pick all the same. We're going to pick all the same. Okay. Uh, we might mix it up here. But all right. The Rams on the road as the, uh, as the favorite. Minus three and a half in the Indianapolis against the Colts, who uh, looked terrible against the Seattle Seahawks. I did not see that game, but take this one because I, I then we'll switch back and forth because we were just. Uh, I think I, so. Indy, the, I, I just don't know what to say about the Colts here. The Rams look good enough, and the, the Rams look really good, especially on defense. I I can't see that if the, if the Colts can't cover against Seattle with about uh, roughly the same point spread, there's no way they can do it against the Rams. I am with that. Okay, and the Colts actually might be off. To, is it the Colts off to a rough start here? They have, they've got like the next three or four games. It's either the Colts or the Titans. I can't remember who. I didn't write this down, but they might. Some one of these teams might end up zero and four to start the season here because they got a. I think they basically have the gauntlet of the going against the NFC West to start their season. The Rams I watched the other night. They're so boring and kind of stupid, mm. uh, but they and but I don't think they even played their best football. And I th- agree with you. I think Indianapolis sucks. I would take the Rams all day on this. I think three and a half is generous. Yeah, very generous. Um, actually, I mean, I, th- I think it should be a lot more. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I think it should be like six. I totally uh, agree. Maybe five. But anyway, moving on. Denver minus six on the road. Another road favorite. The Broncos are good. Urban Myers is Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Fucking put this in the fucking bank, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bridgewater was the answer. Good. This Vaughn's fucking great. I've got tickets to see the Steelers fucking Denver. Of course I do. Uh, on December tenth, and I am like, or sorry, October tenth. I'm Denver's gonna win. Denver's Denver's good. I yeah. truly believe Denver's good. Denver's good. Denver's good. Jerry Jude losing Jerry Judy sucked, but uh, I still believe. Uh, we we've got a slew of road favorites here as as we just move down this list here. Buffalo minus three and a half in Miami. Chris, you called the Buffalo. Uh, although you 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 ended up you picked Buffalo uh, <laughs> last week, giving up the points. But you are not high at Buffalo. You may have seen something that no one else is seeing here. I think they just had a really terrible lousy game. They they sort of gave it away there too to 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 Pittsburgh at one point, and then I think they played right into Pittsburgh's game plan too. Like they. Buffalo just doesn't want to run the ball at all. And and you really should be throwing against They want to run Pittsburgh. with their quarterback and he's going to get fucking murdered. Now will he get yeah, murdered it, against Miami? It was a, probably it, not. But he's going to get murdered. Probably not. Uh Miami also their defense probably isn't as good as Pittsburgh's. I'm going to take Miami the points here be, only because I think this game will probably be close, but I do think Buffalo probably wins this game. I agree with you. Oh, okay. I hate it. But I, you know what? 
Yeah, I'm gonna just get it. It's the one. It's the one game where I, I feel like Miami's probably not getting enough. It, they probably should get another point or two on this one. Because I, like, I think this is. I think this there's an there's a market correction coming. You know here what? Give Buffalo. me Buffalo. I I, okay. I think there's a I think there's a, a reason. I think Miami sucks. Give me Buffalo. That one feels like okay. a win. Okay. Uh, moving on with the road favorites. New England minus six in New York against the Jets. Uh, I I the Jets looked pretty shitty and terrible. Uh, New England looked all right. They looked decent. Their defense was okay. Their offense was okay. I, uh, I'm, I'm willing to give up six points and take the, take the road favorite here. Yeah, New England's good. <laughs> the Jets suck. <laughs> it's not I mean, the Jets hard. Point. The Jets, the actually, J- can they cover six? Maybe. I, I don't it's know. It's at home. It's yeah, it's a tricky one. No, no, me. don't give me the Jets. It's New England. Oh, I'm like, sorry. It's got, I'm it's, sorry. It's Big Mac. <laughs> I I just feel like, you know what? Fuck it. Give me the Jets because maybe at home they could cover. They won't win. Co- yeah, but maybe it's yeah. a five point win because of a missed extra point or something stupid. Their defense looks really bad though. Yeah, I didn't watch the game. I'll take your word on it though. Like I assume they are. I watched right. some of it. Um, you know, I. Uh, Carolina and McCaffrey had a lot of success running the ball, throwing the ball against them. Uh, they, I mean, you can pretty much do what you want against the Jets defense, and that, that's really the only reason that I'm, until they can prove it otherwise to me, that there actually might be even somewhat, you know, play a little bit of defense. That's why I'll take Miami on this one, or uh, New England on this one. I'm with you. Just kidding. Okay. I'm not. I'm against you. You're not. Uh, the last game of the series, and on the road favorite, San Francisco travels to Philly. The 49ers giving up th- only three and a half points. Is this the, the game of the uh, week? Is this the game of the week? Uh, yeah, maybe. There's another one a little bit farther down that I might, I might sort of suggest as the game of the week one. But this one, this one's interesting though because Philly, I mean, blew out Atlanta, who I think maybe everybody's going to blow out Atlanta this year. Um, so maybe Philly looks a little bit better than they are. So maybe I feel like that's why they're only getting three and a half points in this one. I do think this one is a strong over though because both those both these teams scored a lot of points last week. And gave up. Uh, well, San Francisco gave up a lot of points to Detroit. I think this one is is an over fifty. So, who do you like? It's uh, a good question. I'll take one. Give it Philly. I think. That All the, right. I think Philly can do this. I think San Francisco is not quite as good as everybody thinks. James yeah. included. I yeah. uh, I I like Philly right now, and I think the Philly like uh, in that division clear favorite. Jalen Hurts might be good. Miles Sanders might be good. Mm-hmm. Like their defense might finally be locked in. I know you're going to take Frisco because you're like a self-hating Seattle Seahawks fan, <laughs> but I'm telling you, this this feels like I would not bet this game. I would definitely bet the over, but I would not bet this game. Who do you like? Yeah, San Francisco worries me with their defense. Might not actually be that or as good as as some people and think. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe that's McVay's magic or whatever. Like, um, so I'll. I'm gonna take San Francisco. They gotta prove it. To, they gotta. I gotta. I gotta. Philly's gotta prove it against a a good team that they can actually uh, score a lot of points and and cover this closely. I have to say, I do like James' take on Frisco Chiefs. It does feel like a yeah. It's kind of a smart little uh, a, little pick there. Smart, smart little. I can see that happening. Thank All you. right, moving on. Uh, the last of the early games, Vegas on the road plus. Five and a half. Please take this and tell me who's going to win because I have no fucking idea. This doesn't make any. This game feels like a Steeler loss, right? Um, 
man, their defense is really good, though. Right? And Sutton and, is playing out of his mind, or at least for one game. Pierre, like, they're the, all the issues that they had in the secondary suddenly seem like non issues. Like, they shut fucking digs down. They looked incredible in the secondary. But I think they could, I think they could shut the Raiders down. And the Raiders defense just Carr, I don't think is good how enough. How could they do it? I, huh? How could they shut down Carr? That guy's on fire. <laughs> he threw for 300 yards. I, it's. I want to. Uh, it's it's hard because both these teams won last week, so I, there's there's sort of no market correction kind of coming here. I don't think uh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh at home and give up five and a half points. I think they could beat them by a touchdown or, or more. Give me Vegas. This is a lock. <laughs> All right, the late afternoon games: Minnesota plus four in the road against a incredible performance by the Arizona. Arizona's party. good. Arizona's good. Minnesota's bad. Give yeah. me Arizona. I mean, it's, I don't, is it any, like, maybe this is an overreaction to last week, but like Minnesota, the time had, it, it passed. Yeah. I, I think Minnesota, like even, uh, even the Zim, the coach is like, basically he was without saying it, he's, he's basically a, throwing his whole, he's a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur. Yeah. And he's throwing his roster under the bus basically and saying it's not the coaching and stuff. He's, he said this before he's, I think he said it for this it's past crazy week that that Marvin Lewis coaching tree hasn't worked out the way that yeah, everybody it's crazy. thought it was. Crazy, right? Uh, I do think Arizona is probably not as good as they looked against Tennessee. Like a lot went wrong for Tennessee and a lot went right for Arizona that game. Yeah. I, I, I but I'm not going to go. It's like, this is an overreaction here in, in a market correction on Arizona here I in this part. Think, I, I just Minnesota. I just don't think that defense is good. Like I think, they, everyone te- I think was, Tennessee sucks. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Atlanta on the road, another double-digit dog, plus twelve in Tampa. Another double-digit dog. Uh, this is your pick. It's a tough one. Uh, Atlanta looked terrible, and I was reading stuff that they 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 were trying to run more and trying to force the run, uh, which is not sort of the Atlanta Falcon way, not with that offense and, and Matt Ryan. And, and he threw, I think he threw like thirty-eight attempts and he only had 175 yards and that's like that's only happened like once in matt ryan's career who's he gonna throw to exactly well i mean he's got he's got he's got enough guys like they like they just i think they just he, they're i think he was trying to implement the tennessee offense in atlanta and atlanta's not that kind of an offense they don't have that horse of of, of the running back kind but of could to, it be an overreaction run. like i kind of was high on atlanta going i know you were so uh, i just don't think they have enough talent here i'm actually taking tampa bay minus 12 and a half at home here i don't think this is close at all i'm gonna take it this is a two touchdown i'm gonna take another point you're gonna take atlanta give them to me yeah i know i'm gonna i always regret these double digits but i'm gonna i can't do i can't stay away from them Uh, is this the game of the week it's like a good old penthouse magazine (laughs) you find in your father's basement This is the game of the week, Chris. Dallas plus three and a half in L.A. against the Chargers. Which one's the penthouse? The <laughs> Dallas Chargers or the Tampa Bay LA? No, the double-digit points. Yeah, that's what I thought. And that's right. <laughs> that's accurate. Okay. Dallas Chargers. Chargers uh, opening up SoFi Field. <laughs> at home, technically, they're on the road, but technically, they're yeah, at to home. To 50,000 Dallas fans. What, who fucking did this schedule like fuck you scheduler like america's team in your home opener and you're the second team to play in the home like that's such a fuck you that's such a fuck you that's how jerry got this this building built 
It's such bullshit. It's called negotiation, Chris. I what do you see what you, I did there? I was like, who, yeah, we'll get your stadium, but you're gonna have me in there. Who do you like? like Put me like on prime Papa, time. Uh Papa give me John? Dallas and the points. Yeah, ditto. I love I love Chargers, man, but give yeah. me Dallas and the points. It feels like it's an easy one. That feels yeah. like an easy one. I was impressed by Dallas last week against Tampa Bay. I, I didn't think they I had love a him. And Zeke's not the guy. It's fucking Pollard. Pollard hitting those holes. Zeke's fucking stoner with the nose ring. He's not the guy. Like I've, I really believe that Ezekiel Elliott. If he I think you'll to, see a better game out of him now. Like Tampa Bay, you just don't run on Tampa. You can't run on Tampa. No one not, has for the last year or so. Uh, they're stout. Like what they Dallas did, and I forgot about this from last year. Is Dallas played that game perfectly? Again, you throw against Tampa. Their their secondary is not very good at all. It's I really terrible. hope every team watches the tape on that game. Like I yeah. really, I really there's do. There's a blueprint there. Yeah, there's a blueprint. No one will do yeah. it because they're afraid yeah. of Tom Brady, who got a. It'll fucking be interesting because if, if Atlanta, if Atlanta goes back to their old ways, they actually might have a chance against Tampa, but they're not going to because they're dumb. I'm just jacking off to Harry Bushes. <laughs> Speaking of Harry Bushes, we got the Harry Bush matchup of the week: Tennessee <laughs> in Seattle. Yo, can the Harry Bush matchup matchup be a thing, please? Please. <laughs> If there's it's got to be a four in, o'clock game. Yeah, for for a clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a mouthful of beer. I'll see you. I got a better reaction. Out of oh me. man, Tennessee plus five in Seattle. Seattle showed me something with their offense. Uh, they they hired the they hired the guy from from the Rams. They basically run a very similar version of that. And if 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 that's true and accurate, how they played against the Colts, watch out because that offense is going to be super dangerous and really hard to stop for a lot of teams. Oh, it's going to look dangerous against the fucking Tennessee. I think Tennessee sucks. I think ten- like I re- this is an overreaction. I think they suck. I really do. Yeah. I think Derrick Henry is done. I think that they don't have. I think Tannehill is exposed without Henry. I think the camaraderie's gone. I think the fucking Frank Vogel. Or whatever his name is, Vrabel, going after Julio Jones isn't a good look. It's I, I mean Seattle all day minus five doesn't even feel like close to enough. Uh, to me, it feels like a lot of points that Seattle gives up, and I'm and I'm again going back to one of these things this year that this these teams have to prove it to me to see it. Like well, um, that's, I was that's, really impressed. That's the smart and, thing to do, Chris. Yeah, but I'm doing the uh, thing. I'll take Tennessee. I'll take the five points. All right, we got two minutes to do two games. Great. What's next? Sunday night game. Kansas City on the road, minus three and a half. A road favorite in Baltimore. Uh, of course, because yet Kansas City is way better than Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore didn't look good at all, especially defensively. They are not. They are disheveled, and I just see there's they might only, have a lot of problems on the there's offensive only line. So much Harbaugh you can put up with. If you're winning, a Harbaugh makes sense. But if you're losing, Harbaugh loses the reins. Mm. It happens to every Harbaugh. It's a Harbaugh tradition, <laughs> and uh. And I, I really think Kansas City fucking whoops their ass. I think so, too. I think the last couple of years, I, I forgot to go back and look at these, but they've played, and we've bet on these games, I think at least last year, I think even the year before, and I think usually Kansas City ends up winning this. Also, Jason is Jason Peters, is that the cornerback? I think he's injured for Baltimore now. Yes. Uh, that, that puts a big hurt on them, I think, defensively, where Kansas City could probably just have their way passing with them. Baltimore's offensive line sucks. Yeah, exactly. They, they didn't look good at all. Yeah. Um, they're fucked. This, There's a way to work around it, a bad offensive line. Yeah, Baltimore. I'm a little surprised that Baltimore's not getting a few more points on this one, actually. I, it's, it, I think it'll move. 
Last game, I can't believe they put Detroit on the Monday night game. I, I don't I don't even know the last time Detroit had the honor of being on a Monday night game. Maybe it was just because they got rid of Matt Patricia that they were like, hey, let's let's that that deserves a Monday night game Maybe. in itself. Detroit on the road in Green Bay as an eleven and a half point dog. I think this is an outrage. Green Bay sucks. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> 12 and a half or 11 and a half? 11 and a half? Feels mm. like a lot. Feels like a lot. But is it a Harry Bush? <laughs> Can not. you find your way through that Harry Bush? Detroit is not, they don't even come close to having the potential hairiness that like Tennessee or Seattle does. I don't think they're tanking though. I know it's not my pick, but I like Detroit in the points. Okay. I, I think it's a lot of points. I think Green Bay is. I think everyone's overreacting to Green Bay. A lot went wrong there. I, Detroit. The only thing I'm, I'm going to say is Detroit put up a lot of points against San Francisco. I think they could do the same thing against Green Bay. So I'm actually this is the one game I'm taking the points on. Okay. Just so you know, last year we went ten and six and eleven and five, and we yeah, three. we did good week two. So we have a lot to live up to. A lot. <laughs> Hopefully we can come close to matching that, but it doesn't feel like we're going. I to don't feel co- I don't feel confident. I feel like it's going to be picks. the exact opposite. I agree. All right, we're yeah. out of time. Chris, thanks for doing this late night. James, thanks for doing your card thing. Intern, not for nothing after dark. <laughs> the penthouse edition, <laughs> penthouse forum edition. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. See you. Peace. <laughs>